Hello everybody and welcome back to the Alzheim Film Podcast where we talk films and TV and other things with nerd culture. I'm putting my foot down. We need to we need to come up with a proper intro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I Fuck it, the nerd TV. I don't know, like a theme or You just like. have a seizure. Seizure. You no. just had a seizure. <laughs> um, John has a seizure. John, yeah. Last <laughs> time film podcast episode twelve. John has a seizure. Um, oh no! My name is Tom, and as always, I am joined with my co-host John. Hello there. How are you today on this I'm fine, great. wet morning? Uh, yeah, I just can't wait to talk about. Um, our main segment today. Oh boy, do we have things to talk about. As always, there are time codes in the description below. We've got, I feel like the last few weeks were quite, you know, slow news weeks, but we've got quite a lot to yeah. talk about this week. But this one, this one's actually uh, jam-packed now. Yes, we've got stuff to talk about. we got, um, you know, we've got, we got news, we've got Mandalorian to talk about, and then we're going to talk about the, the original Star Wars Holiday Special in preparation to watch the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which we will be seeing talking about next week. Um, yes. So, without without further ado, let's get into it. John, are you familiar with Vin Diesel of Fast and Furious fame? Yes, of course. Of course we we are. Uh, we are familiar with Vin Diesel in the Fast and Furious movies. Like that one famous line, I'm not running. <laughs> I'm not running. He is, he is iconic. Um, but to a lesser extent, are you familiar with Bloodshot, the greatest film to ever come uh, out in 2020? Uh, well, I haven't seen it, but I know uh, what it's like, so, uh, yeah. Well, strap in, because it's it's getting a sequel. Wait, wait really? Yes. Oh. Bloodshot 2 is happening. Vin Diesel is coming back to grace our screens once more. Original film, the greatest film studio ever, who gave us Fast and Furious, are back to do Bloodshot 2. Yes. Why Why we will never know, but it's, yeah, ha- it's we, happening. We, we all know, Tom. Uh, money. It's money? Season. I like money. Money's good. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Um, it brings us... Food, so yeah. Good, we like food. Uh, put the bread on the table. Um, okay, so last week there was the news about um, Fantastic Beast Three, which has been um, a delayed. Um, delayed. But now it has an official release date of July fifteenth, twenty twenty two, which is the which makes it pretty much about three and a half years since Crimes of Grindelwald came. So. Dang. That is definitely, you know, time. yeah, it really is. Um, but you know, what can you do? On on, on a similar front, there is also um, rumors, uh, well, uh, pretty much confirmed at this point, that um, that Mads Mikkelsen, as well. First of all, I should say this is this is casting news, John. We've had a couple of weeks ah, off, but this news. is casting news. Do um, we need more casting news? <laughs> so Mads Mikkelsen, who you will know as Caecilius in Doctor Strange, Le Chief in Casino Royale, and Galen Erso in Rogue One. He also played Hannibal Lecter in the TV show Hannibal. Um, he is reported to be um, set, taking over the role of Grindelwald from Johnny Depp in the subsequent Fantastic Beast films. And I think that's quite cool. Um, Mads Mikkelsen is Danish, and... Um, yeah, Grin- I think he would fit into the role. Yeah, yeah, Grindelwald is Swedish, I think, so it's better than an American playing yeah. a Swedish role. It's, it's, you know, it's more close to, to home. And I think Mads Mikkelsen's great at playing villains, you know? I haven't seen Hannibal, yeah, he's Hannibal but he's, he's good in Doctor he Strange, can- he's good in Casino Royale. Yeah, you can play... Um- different villains uh very well differently um so i i hope you'll um fit into it and uh see what's different i agree and um, this is going to be a very much like a it's very similar to dumbledore you know um because yes. dumbledore yes. you know from okay. prisoner of azkaban onwards was played by michael gambon instead of richard harris so you know it's interesting that there's that kind of parallel there and um, not obviously exactly because richard harris did unfortunately pass away but but still, um, I guess only time will tell. Um, okay, so we've got casting news. Um, a big old, a big old uh, s- 
good meaty bit of casting news here. Um, Peacemaker, the TV show spin-off of... Um, uh, my brain. Help me. Uh, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, so the, the, the TV show spin-off, which is centering around John Cena's character of Peacemaker, um, has cast four roles, um, so we've got Jennifer Holland, who is going to play Amelia Harcourt, who's coming back from the Suicide Squad, so there, so immediately you've got some, you know, some characters from the Suicide Squad, and then Robert Patrick is going to be in it as Augie Smith, you will know Robert Patrick as the T-1000 in Terminator 2. Yeah. Um... Chris Conrad will be playing Vigilante, uh, or Prometheus, who, who um, some people might know from Arrow Season 5. And then Danielle Brooks has been cast in uh, in an unknown role. Ah! Yes. Um, I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's big, meaty uh, casting news. That's the Very only neat. casting news I'll um, accept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just wait. Um... Okay, um... Oh, there's more, isn't it? Not, 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 not yet, not yet. Um, we got, um, we got our release date for WandaVision, um, and it's actually, despite, despite Disney Plus saying that it was going to come out this year, it's actually coming out on the 15th of January 2021, which means that 2020 is the first year since 2009 without any MCU content. I mean, that the only thing that there is that you could consider is the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Other than that, this is a year without any of it. True. Um, uh, yeah. Mean, yeah. Uh, the weirdest thing about Disney was that they were saying it was coming out in December. Yeah, exactly. So... I, I have no idea what the plan is. Maybe the maybe the filming isn't going quite as planned. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, January uh, is going to be the month when we're going to be talking about One Division. If you want to know or love Marvel about it, we're, we're going to talk about it. Really, we are. That will be our twenty-first episode of the podcast when we do our first episode on that. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Um, Quite intense. Um, intensity. So much intensity. I, I'm, you know, I'm still fairly excited for One Division. You know, the trailer was cool. You know, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting like, new ground. And we've had a year off the MCU. Well, it would have been nearly like a year and a half. Yeah. So I'll, which, ta- I'll take which is it. Relaxing. Exactly. Chilling. Exactly. Yeah. Enjoying life. Well, I mean, I can't. I can't say that we're enjoying life, but we definitely do have tea and crumpets here in England. Yes, we love to eat them. Oh. <laughs> how is it that you? Can, how is it that you're British and you can't do a British accent? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's a curse. It, it is a I've curse. Been too many movies, and all the uh, accents are in my head, and I somehow just try and change them and. Not change it to British, but uh, <laughs> that's quite British. Yes, very nice. Um, okay, so some news about Doctor Who season thirteen. Now I know that you haven't watched Doctor Who in quite a while. You kind of fell off yeah. the boat since, um, or fell off the horse, as it were, since Peter Capaldi left. I don't blame you. If anyone wants to know my quick thoughts on Doctor Who seasons eleven and twelve, ah, that's pretty much my quick uh, thoughts. Wait, season um, they're shit. But season 13 is going to have eight episodes this year instead of the regular 10 or 11, um, which I see as a good thing because it gives Chris Chibnall, the, the showrunner for the, sh- for, the, for the show, it gives him the less... Showrunner. The showrunner! It, give, it gives him... Um, power. Well, no, it gives him less power, I'd say. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. Um, I, wish, I, wish he, I wish he didn't have any power. God damn it. He's he's ruined, he's ruined everything. I'm sure maybe when Doctor Who season 13 event comes out, we'll talk about it on the pod. Yeah, but I, I hope it's just, you know, has that same Doctor Who feat. You know, like that, you know, like that wonder, that, you know, like excitement, mm. you know, like the, the huge monologues that Doctor Who, but no, it's just... It really doesn't. They've really lost a lot of what made the first seasons uh, of the of the reboot so... Yeah. So good. Um, Give it, but... a, it, which gave it like a strong introduction to the Doctor or something. Mm, yeah. But instead, it just went, "Hey, I'm 
Yeah. Exactly. That's actually in the script, you know. That's a John, John memorized the script for that bit, so oh, you know. You, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm huge, very dramatic person, and I like to read out scripts all <laughs> the time. And uh, uh, and fun fact, I read out a script. And, uh, where was it? Uh, uh, I have no idea. I'm, I'm talking nonsense, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You're always talking nonsense. Um, John, do you know the? Have you ever heard of a man named Keanu Reeves? Keanu. Well. Of course I do. I have him on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. You do have Keanu Reeves, famous actor, tied up in the wall. It's fine. Um, so, one of his lesser-known roles is that of John Constantine for the DC film uh, yeah. in 2005, I want to say. Um, but it has been confirmed um, by Peter Stormer, who played Satan in um, Constantine. He has confirmed that Constantine is indeed getting a sequel, which is indeed in the works right now. That's great. I mean... Uh, yeah, because think about it today. Uh, DC has, you know, improved a lot, you mm. know. Like, mm. in terms of, like, that, different directors, like, different you know, like, different stories. And the work with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. This is, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it's... I, even though I haven't seen the John Constantine film, um, is it good? I mean, no, in terms of no, it's not good. Um, oh. See, on on one hand, I'm I'm glad that DC is trying new things and it isn't ignoring the fact that they've made really bad films in the past. Yeah. However, it it wasn't great, and I never I don't really care about a sequel, but I'll take it. You know, you could get uh, into yeah, some multiverse stuff. I'd like to see you know the movie Constantine and the and the TV show Constantine crossover. That would be fun. Yeah. And you know that uh, that comic uh, that uh, I got you for Christmas last year called uh, Batman Damned. Uh, yes, that yes. that that has Constantine in it. Yeah, and Batman as well. You know that could be like an interesting mix to see in the future films. But I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I I think you know you can have some fun with Constantine interacting with the um, the other. You know, heroes of the universe. Um, speaking of heroes, um, we got some casting news, John. Um, ah! <laughs> as your favourite segment, of course. Um, this is uh, confirmation. Uh, this I, this is kind of something that everyone already knew, but it is now confirmed that Chris Pratt is going to be in Thor for Love and Thunder, which seemingly cons- confirms that the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in the film. Um, as to what role they will play, that is still up in the air. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because obviously Thor, when we last saw him, was with the Guardians. So perhaps this means that you know he's going to be looking for Gamora with them, or you know, looking for himself, trying to find a sense of of you know renewed purpose or something. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? What do you think? I mean, uh, we get a lot of uh, like a lot of casting news rather than. <laughs> um, uh, then Marvel news because they're just milking it now. They're like, and Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye. You know what happened in Budapest? You will find out in the movie. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Um, yeah, I agree. They, they they seem to be like doing throwing everything in there. Um, who knows whether it'll work out for them? Um, we got. We've had we've had many many a Disney live action remake. Most recently, we had uh, Lady and the Tramp. We had The Lion King. We had Aladdin. We had Dumbo. All last year, um, but now we're going to be getting. Them are terrible. Yeah, they're they're not great. Um, but now we're getting a live action Lilo and Stitch, um, because because okay. nothing is sacred. Um, uh, when I heard about this, I was um, I was just in pain literally yeah. because. <laughs> I love Leon Stitch. The animated, the ah, uh, it's just so good. Yeah, the original is great. I agree. Yeah, but now they're gonna ruin it with a live action because it's gonna be CGI and everything. Just leave it alone, Disney. You can't recreate things. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, you're gonna you're gonna explode like literally. Like Disney, don't make this film, otherwise John will explode and level a city. 
Um, I'll, I'll give the movie zero out of ten. I don't know. I can't wait that now because you know that's a bit. Yeah, uh, that that that's a, that's preemptive. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it is technically our fault. You know, the public for giving money to these things. So, oh, what am I saying? Oh, there's Mulan as well. Mulan becomes available on Disney Plus very very soon. Um, so Yay. we're gonna we're gonna watch that for the for the pod. Are you excited? No. Oh, I know you're excited. I can hear it in your voice. Um, uh, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk. Final piece of news now. Um, obviously, it's some casting news. Woo! Yeah. Why did this happen? <laughs> um, we have Sylvester Stallone. Obviously, you know the guy who played Rocky and Rambo. He is going to be in the Suicide Squad. James Gunn himself has confirmed that. You know, they previously worked together in um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 back in 2017, and now Sylvester Stallone is going to be in the Suicide Squad in an unnamed role. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I thought they finished filming, you know, like back uh, last year, maybe. No, oh, no, maybe I think... I think filmed in with him. Yeah, I think they have film finished filming. I just don't think they, they, they said anything about him. Um, who knows, yeah, maybe, maybe he's he the... To keep it a secret, think, maybe he'll yeah. be the voice of King Shark or something. Or he's the, or he's the villain that you know. There's places to go there. Yeah, I mean, you got King Shark, who is unfortunately a shark. <laughs> um, is that really unfortunately, shark. or is he blessed to be a shark? Um, who wouldn't be like be a shark? You know, someone who can enjoy the sea and just be a shark. But anyway, yeah, Sylvester, uh, Sylvester Stallone. That's great. Yeah, I, mean, I I really really like him as an actor. You know, Rocky is probably like uh, it's what? probably Ro- Rocky is you know a perfect franchise. Um, one of the few. You know, it, it it doesn't have many weak points, and and even the weak points have some relevance. So yeah, they're great, and I'd love to see true. love to see him work with James Gunn more. Okay, so that's the news. Let's talk about let's talk about the Mandalorian. Oh. oh. Boy, I have so much to say, and we are gonna be in the seventh. Okay. Yeah, spoilers. Um, because this is, you know, how how can you get around this this episode of The Mandalorian without spoilers? I don't even and, know. Uh, yes, and if you haven't seen the Clone Wars or Rebels, uh, like I am, I I haven't seen them, but I'm an idiot. But yeah, anyway, this is this episode, this episode so. is well, exactly. This exact this episode is exactly what what I you know what I expected from the eventual kind of you know crossover with the Clone Wars. Um, so yeah. yeah, the episode starts with um, so this episode's yes, direct. I was I was thinking this as well. Um, with, with, I know what you're gonna say. It starts off with you know like uh, the, the ship is gonna fall down onto the. Um, the Pla- planet. Yes. But it's like exactly like Apollo 13. Yes. Um, this episode was directed by um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, who is the daughter of Ron Howard, who made not only Solo, so there's a Star Wars connection, but he also directed Apollo 13, and the way that the Razor Crest crash lands to the planet is very, very reminiscent of um, of Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, um, yeah that was a great... That was a, yeah, it was a fun, fun little sequence. Um, uh, so the Mandalorian goes to... Um, you know, he gets someone to fix the, the ship, uh, and he goes... And the frog lady meets her frog man, so Barbara... Yeah, I, let me tell you, that moment was... That was so sweet. No, oh, it was, was like... Oh, it was a cute yeah. moment. I was like, you know what, that was, you know, that was a good payoff. Um, and then uh, he finds some Quarren, who say that they're gonna help him find the Mandalorian he's looking for. Mandalorians, should I say. And, yeah. and then he goes onto the ship. And yes. He's like, oh, what, a fish. Fissi- yeah, it, it, it's yeah. a fishing ship. Um, oh, fishing trip. The fishing ship. And then the corn just goes, hey, would you like the child to see uh, this uh, fish? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then he goes, "Oh, cool! Yeah, let's let's get let's get up close. Let's have but some let's have some first-hand experience. It's a trap." It's a trap. Yeah. Yeah, anyone, anyone would know that because that's a great line. Anyway. That's a that's and a Star Wars classic. By other Mandalorian. Yeah, so I, I just want to say, oh my! When when they hit the child into the the water and he got eaten by a giant slug, 
Oh my god, that was intense. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, no! Mandalorian dives in after it, and then they're like, he, they're drowning him. It was really, really intense. It's interesting yeah. to see that the armor is really, really valuable, and loads of people want that armor, um, yeah. which is, which is you know, quite interesting. Um, yeah, as well. Uh, and then, uh, why I just said, like, uh, the Mandalorian came, uh, they saved... Uh, yeah, um, three Mandalorian. Mandalorians came. And then... We got a huge reveal that these Mandalorians are from the Clone Wars. They are, yes. Now, this is, um, uh, spoilers for the Clone Wars, I guess, kind of. Um, this is, the main, the main, the main character, the main Mandalorian is called Bo-Katan. And she is in the Clone Wars, she is in Rebels, um, played by the same actress who did the voice. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, I, it's just how they recreated it. That, mm, that they, same haircut. The, they did the haircut, they did the, the helmet, they did the armour perfectly. And she comes in and, oh, it was so satisfying for me as a huge fan of the Clone Wars. And But what's interesting about it is, you know, they immediately take off their helmets and the Mandalorian's are like, whoa, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I was just like, what are they taking their helmets off? You know, like, we watched, uh, like, the first two seasons and then we just, like, got... So, uh, like, we we knew that we don't want to take the Mandalorian's mm-hmm. helmet off because we don't know the religion or something. Right. So, see, this yeah, is this is another it's kind of, thing. It's kind of different to see the different uh, religious. Uh huh. Yeah, because uh, you know they, they you know they they say that that he is an is a religious um you know part of like a religious extremist group, the Watch. Um, and what's interesting about this is that actually. You know, in the Clone Wars and Rebels, they do take their helmets off. So from the beginning of Mandalorian season one, people who watch the Clone Wars are like, "Hey, hey, hold up a second! Why are these guys? What, what, what are you doing?" So, um, so it's cool that they confirmed that. And I think that this season will will probably build, or maybe just the show in general will probably build to um, Din taking off his helmet. Um, yeah. And yeah. you know renouncing those ways, you know. Some people have speculated that the armorer could become a villain, you know, um, which would oh, be... the armorer? Yeah, because, you know, she's she's definitely against that kind of main Mandalorian creed. Um, so, yeah, and then the rest of the episode, they go on an adventure to get weapons from an Imperial ship, and it's super cool to see the Mandalorians in action, fighting yeah. stormtroopers, you know, doing yeah. cool maneuvers. Yeah, so much fun, but... I think, like, you know, we get a, a little a look in from uh, Moff Gideon. Uh, he's on a hologram. But I think the most, obviously, the biggest thing that everyone will will think, and, you know, big, big spoilers, but Bo-Katan tells the Mandalorian that, that Ahsoka Tano, my yeah. favourite Star Wars character, was, uh, and just like, yeah. incredible... She is on a forest planet. I can't remember the name, but she's on there, and it seems like he's gonna go and find her now, which is just so cool. I'm so excited. Um, like, watch like the watch the Clone Wars because it, you're gonna need it for a couple of episodes. Time. Um, I don't think it will. We'll talk about that later. But um, but yeah, and then he leaves. Um, and oh, and also. Um, Bo-Katan wants the Darksaber, which is the, um, the weapon that Moff Gideon had at the end of Season 1. Um, in Rebels, she had the Darksaber, and she ruled Mandalore for a time. Um, so clearly, yeah, so clearly Moff Gideon, uh, has stolen it from her, uh, and she can use it to reunite the Mandalorians and retake Mandalore. Maybe the show is gonna eventually build to that, and the final season will be them reclaiming Mandalore, who knows? Yeah. Even though Din says it's cursed. Um, so, as someone who hasn't seen Rebels or the Clone Wars, what did what did you think about all this? I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed everything about it. Um, even though I I well in the past I have watched um, the Clone Wars, uh, but not fully in its entirety. Um, like I watched it on Cartoon Network. Yes. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of um, Mandalorians that I saw on the TV show. Uh-huh. But yeah, that, exactly. I knew where she came from. So uh, yeah, and and also there was there was great um, sequences in the film uh, in the TV. Sorry, um, and then 
the cutest moments was like uh, when the frog lady and the frog man and the, the child was like calling it the baby of the uh, the frog. Yes. Oh, that was cute. I it was. Anyway, I agree. Yeah, it was great action sequences and it was like trying to build up the anticipation of next week's episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I thought that was like one of the best episodes um Oh, I agree. I, I think I think that I don't think next episode is going to be Ahsoka, because next episode is is directed by um, uh, Carl Weathers, who plays Grief Karga in the show. Whereas the episode afterwards is um, directed by Dave Filoni and written by Dave Filoni. And if anyone knows who Dave Filoni is, he's the director of the Clone Wars, he's the director of Rebels, he is responsible for most of Ahsoka's content, aside from the stuff that happened with them, um, you know, books and, and George Lucas's involvement. Uh, so, yeah, I think it would it would make sense. Yeah, it would. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I would say, I would say, you know, people, if you haven't watched Clone Wars and Rebels, you've got about two weeks to do that. Um, so yeah, um, there, there's a lot of episodes, but I would say there's only about, you know, there's only about, like, 60 that you actually have to watch of the Clone Wars. You should watch all of Rebels, because it's not an anthology series, but there are only about 60 episodes of, um, the Clone Wars I think you should watch, um, and I, and actually, as we speak, John, I've literally just emailed you, there it goes, I've just emailed you, a list of the episodes that you should watch, like the essential episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did. You emailed it to me. Yes. Yeah. So I don't... I, yeah, so, I'll, I'll be start watching that this week. Yes, you should. Um, so what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? Because I don't think uh, it's going to go straight into well, Ahsoka. Well, everyone just... Uh, well, what do you think that Ahsoka's not going to be in it? But no. Maybe uh, she will be, like, at the end of the episode. Yeah. Maybe. Like, right at the end. That would be an amazing cliffhanger. Um, yeah. And what's mad is that next week, uh, we'll be halfway through the season already. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I think we're going to do um, one, two episodes, um, and, and, and then episode uh, chapter 13 will be when they meet Ahsoka. Um, and then chapters... 14, 15, and 16 will be back with Grief Karga and Cara Dune fighting the Empire, something like that. Um, because we haven't seen those guys yet from season one, we haven't seen them. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, the final episodes of the season, like last season, will have um, recurring characters. So, yeah. What would you, uh, so far in the season, where would you rank this? Uh, what do I, wait, what? What would you rank this episode? Like, which has been your uh, favourite so far? A 9 or an 8 out of 10. Alright, yeah, cool. Um, is, is this your favourite episode so far in the season? Uh, yeah, because I, I feel that there was more, um, things to unfold. Here, I agree. Because, you know, like, what you said about Darksaber, uh, about these characters from the Clone Wars and Rebels, uh-huh. and, uh, and also to build up the anticipation of the characters that we love and we know from these old series, and it does it build up in the books as well. Um, kind of, not really. Not there's, really. A, okay. there's only been one Ahsoka book, and Bo-Katan hasn't stayed been in any of the the books because they, you know, generally they want to leave that stuff for the TV shows because you know it's Dave Filoni's characters and stuff, so they want to let him deal with them. Um, but yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think this is, I, this is my favourite episode of the season, either this one or episode one, uh, so chapter eight and uh, nine, because that episode was still brilliant. I really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, that's, so I think it's fair to say that's some of the best Star Wars content. Um, but now let's talk about our main segment, definitely some of the worst Star Wars content. Uh, that ever geez. exists. We I, watched... I have no idea what happened. I watched <laughs> it and then it just like, like, ten minutes have passed, but it felt like an hour. Yeah, right? Um, so we watched the original Star Wars Holiday Special. This is from 1978, I yeah. want to say. Um, my God, my golly, it was 
just dreadful. <laughs> it was um, just... It felt like a baby dream or something. Oh, it really was. Um, so, oh, I don't even know where to start. You start, oh, you start. Geez. Go okay. on. Um, so... <laughs> uh, uh, right, right. There's a funny story that I couldn't stop laughing. Um, right, I'll show you to you now. I'm sending it to you now to Instagram. It's this this bit that made me laugh so hard. It's like the worst tactic ever. But um, it's like when Han Solo uh, got to the uh, house, and then they're trying to get the stormtrooper tried to defeat him or something. And then uh, when uh, Han Solo trying to get the gun. But he didn't, but then he went flying. Oh, he just went off the thing. Uh, brilliant, I remember that. Oh, I think I sent it to you, I sent it to you now. Let's have a look. Um, oh my god, I can't stop laughing. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's get to the characters. Um, Alright, so the... Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to start off with like, the most annoying character was Lumpy. Oh my god, <laughs> Lumpy. Boy. So... For those of you, for the, those of you who don't know this, this pretty much, like, is literally just three Wookies watching TV. Pretty much, that's basically and what this just is. Cooking things. So with, there um, is. Yes, yeah, so this is this is Chewbacca's uh, family. He's got his dad Itchy, his wife Marla, and his son Lumpy. Who might I add are all canon. So these people all exist in canon. canon. Yes. The holiday special isn't canon, but the characters are canon. And and Wookiee Life Day, which is like the Wookiee Wookie equivalent of Christmas, is also canon. So yes. Um, and Wook- uh, and Lumpy is this tiny little... little shit face, uh, who's like... He's, he's a tiny little Wookiee. And the half of the holiday special is him just going... Ah, 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 ah. It's honestly so annoying, like, it doesn't, it's very, like, it's extremely frustrating, you know? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't concentrate because I, I had to skip uh, some, like, not, not too many, but, like, seconds away from him when I, he's in, like, in one second or two seconds. You know what? Skip, like, you know what? I don't, oh. I don't blame you. I watched it in two times speed. After the first 20 minutes, I was like, I can't do this. And I just sped it up. And I That's watched what it. I did. Yeah, right. Yeah, I did the same thing. Oh, great, great minds think alike. Great minds do think alike. It. Oh, it was just honestly. Oh, yeah. um, uh, so then, okay. So we'll start at the beginning. So that that. Okay. So it's Han Solo and Chewbacca going uh, to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld. Um, and then they're trying to get like, away from the. Empire. They're trying to get away from the Empire. Can I point out? They recycle shots from Episode Four. Like all the shots of them flying are just from episode four. Yeah, it's it's true. it's redonkulous and um and and Harrison Ford, poor guy. No wonder he wanted them to kill him off in episode five and six. He <laughs> he had they made him do blooming the holiday special, and he really tries, you know. Yeah, he tries so. Much, but look, the other actors and everyone like uh, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, they tried their best. They really did, um and. Can we talk about the opening? The the, the the opening credits. They do like a jazzy Star Wars version with like oh, this narrator. Why, why does it look like a whip off version of it? It really does. And and this is there's this narrator who's like the Star Wars holiday special starring It's like it's like it's like starring Mark Hamill and then it shows like Luke Skywalker like laughing. It's so stupid, man. It literally takes like all credit credibility. It, oh, it's... I can't even remember what happens next. Um, uh, okay, so then we get introduced by these characters. Yes, we go to Kashyyyk and we get introduced to Itchy, yeah. Marla and Lumpy. And, and then My guys. They, uh, I can't even remember what happened next. Um, they watched... So they were just getting ready for the holiday. They watch a they lot of TV. Um, they watch a lot of TV. There are dancers. There are, there, there are like these weird cooking shows... There's this one yeah. actor who and is in like. There was this weird singing part. Oh yeah, man! And they're all singing like there's a band. And then there was there was a no, not a trooper. Um, the one of those big head hats thing. I forgot the name. Sorry. Oh oh uh, 
Yeah, an, an imperial technician who goes yeah. to who goes to a, a store, and the guy's yeah, like, "Hey, you want a pocket aquarium? This is an aquarium that you can fit in his pocket." And it's like, I don't want that. No one no, wants that. No. But okay, the, the most coolest part about this um, holiday special was the cartoon, though. I mean, I I mean, you could <laughs> sure it was <laughs> that was. Okay, so this is actually the very first in. This is the very first like Star Wars media to have Boba Fett in it, and you have this story where like, like yeah. like Luke, three PO, and R two go to help Han and Chewie, who are stranded on this island, and there's this thing that makes all humans fall asleep, and Boba Fett helps them, and then there's a twist that he. Oh my God, John! There's a twist. He's a bounty hunter. Oh no, Morty! Morty! You're going to bed, you go, Morty! Um, yeah, and 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 then, like, it's so stupid. Like, they find <laughs> they find out who he is, and then he just slowly backs out of the room and yeah. flies away. And he just flies away. It's like he has a gun on them. He could just shoot them all. But then he goes, uh, bye. Oh. Yeah, it's it's very very weird. It's actually and it's um, confusing. It's confusing. It is um, confusing. And then what happened? Um, well, I just want to say about the the cartoon. You know the the pulse rifle from the Mandalorian. Yes. This is actually where it came from. Boba Fett's gun in the cartoon is where yeah, they got the inspiration for the for the pulse rifle. And let me like they they improved upon it. Like oh my god. They did. They did. They did. It was horrible. Um, the the oh, no, the way for the Boba Fett to smack like the beast with its gun, just like, like yeah, he's he, he's he's like riding this kind of like pink dragon, and and <laughs> yeah. he like hits it, and it's so weird. Um, what? Uh, and then and then um, they were like, oh, units, stay inside. Like something something gonna about to happen. Yes. Yes, they have this weird, like, imperial transmission. What? Well, let's talk about the cantina. They go back to the Mosasi cantina. Oh, and yeah, there's... that woman uh, serving drinks. Yeah, there's, there's a bartender, and there's a guy with a hole in his head who wants to, who wants to like, give her a flower because he's in love with her. And then, she, and then she pours water into his head, or, like, a drink, some kind of drink. And, and then she sings a song to her customers. Like what? What the hell? Wait, what? She sings like this song about them being friends. Yeah. Do you do you remember that? It was. Yeah, I think so. It was very weird, and um, it, it's like because they go they use pretty much all the same creatures from episode four, but they used like dead ones too. Like they use Ponda Barber even though he shouldn't have an arm and he should be dead. They use Greedo even though Han Solo shot him. Like yeah. they don't, they just they don't know what they're doing, and it really shows. Like, there's barely a narrative in here. Yeah. Like, and then there was a no, there was a um, a rebel alliance person who was in, with with yeah with with the Wookie, with the with Chewbacca's family. Yeah, there was the guy who runs the shop. Yeah, and then he yeah and, what. And, he he's a shopkeeper on the planet. The, the, but this ah. And he do he does this stupid like code where he says like, "Oh, you want your walking carpet? Well, let me tell you, it's coming." And the person who made it used their hands to make it. You could say they used their hands solo. It's ah. like. How does how does the Imperial who's standing right behind him not understand what he's on about? It's like the Han Solo. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what is the writing? It, oh, the writing is atrocious. And, uh, and then, um, right. So then, um, we'll get to the bits later. But there's one bit, that, yeah, the one that I showed you the clip. Yes. So the way they they try to get through um, Chewbacca's at house, is that they decided to do it in the most non-lethal way ever. Yeah. They, 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 oh, Lumpy manages to create a, some sort of, like, radio beacon, which calls the, 
which calls the Imperials away, this tiny little Wookiee, who is an idiot, like, who, who is terrified, who keeps on hiding behind his mum when his granddad wait, growls wait, at him. Wait, 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 was it Lumpy watching the, um, the, the, the Yeah, he was. Literally, halfway through this Imperial occupation, he starts watching a cartoon. Like, what? Wait, what? That's like... That's like if a, that's like if like Nazis came into your house and you were just like, oh, I just I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this video of the people you're looking for. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, uh, I'm not like associated with them. Like in Glorious, when Nazis come to your house and then you're watching like the Glorious film, I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. I watch It'd be like in Jojo Rabbit if when they came to his house, he was just like, yeah. he was just talking to the girl there. It would just be oh, it'd be so stupid. Oh my god. Um, and then, uh, right, so let's talk about the other characters. So we've got Itchy, we've got Lumpy, and then we've got Chewbacca's wife. Marla, yeah. Uh, they all terrified me! <laughs> they're, they're... <laughs> it's weird, because Chewbacca, clearly they use the same suit as they use in the film. And he looks good, he looks like Chewbacca. He looks like how Chewbacca yeah. should. But, but the others look so like, scary! Like, like the Grinch film. Oh, they do. It's true. They look like the Grinch. They're like the most horrifying way ever. But then, if you look at the other variations of like the other uh, Wookiees, uh, like Chewbacca, they look normal like him. They're like different sizes and different things. Like um, what I saw from Fallen Order, maybe, I don't know. Yes, right, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, like, they just look so weird. Like, like it's really weird to have like a, a totally... Like, a white fur, like, grey-white fur, like, a Wookiee, that's just really strange. And then there's the whole, oh, the blood, oh, oh, like, I, I, Lumpy is just, he's not just terrifying, he's not just annoying, he's, he's just pointless. Like, <laughs> it's crazy that this little yeah. Wookiee manages to like, fool the Empire. They, 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 they try to warn us about the Ewoks in the holiday special, because like, they were trying to, uh, they because he he pretty much he fools the empire and like and then in episode six the empire gets literally defeated by the Ewoks, which are essentially just loads of different um, lumpies. I wonder because originally um, George Lucas wanted episode six to be on Kashyyyk instead of Endor and have it be Wookies instead of Ewoks. I wonder whether that means... I wonder whether they didn't do that because of the holiday special. Yeah. I, I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe they were like, oh, no, we can't. We can't. We can't because of the holiday special that everyone looked at. Oh, no, everyone's going to be crap. Yeah. So. Um, well, the... There's, like... They're, they're keep, they keep some being, like... They, they have, like, like, adverts on the TV as well. Like... They have this whole sequence where the where the the Imperials they also look at the at the TV. They also watch the TV for a bit. It's like what 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 is this? What are you doing? This isn't justice. This is like some democracy or something. <laughs> this isn't no dictatorship. Oh, it was it was just insane. And the ending, my oh, God. And, wait, so the ending of it. So after when um oh like so before like oh um. Imperial one four four four. Are you still alive? And then the shopkeeper goes, "Oh, um, he, he went missing. He, he just committed. The, the, the stormtrooper just committed It's honestly. <laughs> because he didn't know. Like he tried to get the gun, but then the gun. It's so stupid. <laughs> and and let's let. <laughs> Like, the ending ends with them doing, like, this life day ritual. They put all their orbs together, and then they they manifest in this other plane where they're all wearing red cloaks. Yeah, yeah. Which is so weird. And they're walking through space. And then Han, Leia, and Luke join them. And, yeah, and then... Oh, and my God. Leia starts to sing. And it is so... Very awkward. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, okay, so let's go through the like the other singing and uh, dance routine. Why were they there? Like the chest thing. What was the yeah. chest thing? They were dancing. Why were they? 
they, they literally, they had so much, like, wacky stuff, but then they, like, did, like, this really weird, like, emotional scene where they rip, where the Imperials ripped off, um, the head of one of, um, Lumpy's stuffed animals. It was a stuffed bantha. And it's like, why are you suddenly being really, like, emotional? This is, like, this is trash. What are you doing? Like, what's your plan here? They went to the head with the bat. And the song that Kai Fisher sings, song that Leia sings, is literally the Star Wars theme with words. It's nah. like, it's like, what, what are we doing? What, who, what's the plan here? And and Luke, Luke and Han just stand here, really, really awkwardly. <laughs> just like I am so uncomfortable right now. I can tell Harrison Ford from that scene at the end. It was like I'm requesting him. Oh yeah, how much? I wonder how much they got paid for that because like, no, uh, no amount of money. To quote Han Solo, right, so no reward special. is worth this. Right, so this is a TV special. Yes, it so wasn't released. If you think about this, um, so in the seventies, TV were TV was like on the rise. Yes. Like, yeah. you get lots of TV in the 70s and 80s. And they, they, they've seen it as, like, quite revolutionary because, you know, like, different stuff that's going to happen on, on the TV's tiny screen. So I think they were going to get, like, maybe a few... I'm not sure. Like, a few hundred thousand, maybe? Yeah, I don't know what their plan was either. Like, they, they had toys that, like... That tied into this, like you could get like a Boba Fett and stuff. Yeah. Like oh, and also at the start, they had this weird promotion. Was like did see, like the automation something? Yes, they were like oh the Star Wars holiday special sponsored by this thing, and it's like what this is Star Wars. Star Wars isn't sponsored. Well, I mean it is now because Disney, am I right? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> good stuff. Like all giving transport to people, and I'm like but but. This is Star Wars. You don't need transport. What are you doing? And they have, they have um, Darth Vader in one scene, where yeah. it's that, like Earl Jones was like that. Yes, James Earl Jones for one scene, where it's literally just a scene from um, Episode Four. Yeah, like that was what yeah, we, yeah. what are we, um, what are we doing here, guys? Are we like, and 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 they they over, they redub it, and it looks yeah. so weird. And, like, oh, and also, at the beginning, they were showing, like, uh, Incredible Hulk and Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a, a commercial saying, no, Incredible Hulk isn't going to air tonight. Instead, we're getting the Star Wars holiday special. Which they made a mistake. They did. Now, this isn't where the Star Wars TV movies ended. Oh, no. There are actually two more. Uh, two Ewok films um, called Caravan of Courage and The Battle for Endor. Okay. And let oh, me... Oh, I remember these. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you, I haven't seen them, but assuming that, you know, the general consensus is true, they're just as bad, if not worse, than the holiday special. Yeah, I remember these. I, I, I've heard the... Yeah, I... Mm, yeah, that kind of... Uh, something in my memories. I heard about that somewhere. But... Oh. Is, is it on YouTube? Oh, probably. Maybe one day we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll be... Uh, like, when when a new Star Wars thing comes comes out, we'll come back uh, and we'll be no, like, right, it's so time. I feel like in a future uh, podcast episode that we got to do like a... A live reaction thing. Oh yes, do a commentary. Right now, I think, uh, you know that makes things a, a lot bit better. So if, if anyone would like to hear about that, just say that in the comments. And yeah, uh, throw us a if, comment if, and if tell you, us. If you have seen the holiday special, please comment down what were your thoughts were. Yeah, if please. you th- if you thought the holiday special was good, why? <laughs> why? 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 There's like no, there's nothing good about it. No, Apart really from, not. Like the true uh, actors, like uh, Carrie Fisher, you got Harrison Ford, you got Mark Hamill. These are great actors in a very terrible TV <laughs> special. In a really special, a really terrible special. It's honestly like just so ugh. Um, 
I so the 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 Lego special is also going to be about Life Day. Um, I, I wonder, wonder if they're going to make a reference. Uh, yeah, I wonder whether we'll see Lumpy back. Oh, if they bring Lumpy back, I am going to definitely going to be raging. <laughs> Um, well, maybe this is going to be Lumpy 30 years later, because it's set after episode 9, so maybe it's Lumpy as an adult. You want to, you want, you want to see Lumpy as an adult, John? No. No? no. We'll be deeper and go... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the most, anno- <laughs> the most annoying Wookiee. Wait, the holiday special. How? Oh, that's not fair. I can't rate that. Um, it's too good. 11 out of 10. Would watch again. Wow! Yay! Really? Um, no, I'd give it like a, a one out of ten. Like, what can what can you say? What 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 positives can you give? Like uh, nothing. Why didn't someone just said like, oh yeah, dancing's so great. The dancing was just top notch. Yeah, it might be like. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, you know this? Oh my! I, this is a scene that I forgot. Do you know the scene where the the rebel? Gives lump gives itchy like the pawn simulator. Sorry. Where the where the the rebel gives itchy the pawn simulator. Oh. Where he puts yeah. it on and that woman's like, "Am I your perfect woman? Yes, I am." And then she starts singing. And he gets all excited. Wow, it's weird. it's so weird. weird. Let's let's move on. <laughs> um. Yeah. So again, what were your thoughts for in the comments? Please, yeah. Through this horrendous TV special. Yeah, let us know. Most it nonsensical was nonsensical things just that happened on that screen. Yeah, it was it was dreadful. Um, um, let's talk and, about. And, and oh, we we can give those who skipped it at two times speed because it, it's pain. Yeah, we also skipped it at two times speed. So like, don't worry about it. In fact. I would recommend you skip it at two times speed. Like, it, there's nothing good about this thing. It's yeah, it's it's special. Apart no. from the cooking scene. <laughs> oh my god, the cooking scene. The the like, Marla is trying to like do what the what the what the person in the video is trying to do, but then the person has like more arms and goes like wish wish map mish 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 mick whip this this. It's like what is happening? Am I alive right now? I have no idea what just happened. They were like mental. Trying to, like, trying to eat the soup, but then it was like, ah, no! It's so weird, like. Oh my god. I. Oh, I, I don't even know how George Lucas let that happen, but I guess he did, and I guess it happened. Um, let's, let's move on. Let's talk, about, um, let's talk about the weekly viewing segment. What have you, yeah, what, what have you watched this week? Segment. Oh, the wonderful, um, what we've been watching this week. Me? Yeah, I've got some, I've, I've watched something. What do you watch? I watched, uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Um, what? Which is, which is a comedy series on Netflix. Now, if people don't know Auntie Donna, they are YouTubers who make comedy sketches. Uh, I hear they're really good. Uh, and loads of YouTubers that, that I watch, you know, have been promoting this show. And so I watched it, and oh, it was hilarious. It's just six episodes of these three guys just kind of, like, just dicking about um, and doing these just these really funny, wacky sketches that, that really get, like, super reflective at times. And it's on Netflix, um, six episodes, which are all about 20 minutes each. There are celebrity cameos and... Um, uh, you know, don't expect like a, anything too like anything really deep or like uh, like even like a proper narrative. It's just plain, just like laughs for the sake of laughs. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I really really enjoyed that one. Uh, what what have uh, what have you watched? Um, I've watched a very weird comedy, um, Borat, a subsequent film. Oh right, yes, Borat too. Yeah, I. <laughs> so it is it is funny but though it it was like um it's very different from the, like the originals that we uh, that people watched uh, like in 2000s or something so uh Borat to follow up 
on the story of Borat and trying to expose on America, like expose America. Yes. Um, and he, um, he, he, this, this is quite insane. He, um, he dressed as a KKK member. In really? Rally. That's weird. Yeah, and then he got away with it. Oh. Yeah, no one stopped it. That's very, very odd. I must yeah. say. So, but then, he got into the toilet and he dressed as Donald Trump and no one stopped him. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, and then they had this weird daughter called, um, uh, I forgot her name, but, um, so they exposed everything in this film and it's crazy of how he did it, but, it is, is a, it is a comedy, but um, it's quite good. Uh, but I would just give it a 7 out of 10 or 6. Yeah, I get you. It was quite funny, but there was some stuff that, you know, that was a bit really awkward and a bit, you know, out of touch. Yes. But, yeah, it was quite funny. Um, yeah, it's on Prime. Uh, I kind of recommend it for comedy fans, but, yeah, if you're too weirded out by things... You might not want to watch this. Yeah, um, I, I know you mean. Um, uh, that was all I watched this week. Did you watch anything else? Um, what else did I watch? Oh, oh, yeah. I watched this really good film in film studies called Beasts of the Southern Wild. Yes. Yes, I absolutely um, adore this film. It's a film that you go on a journey like you've uh, never been before. And it's like a really... Um, exciting but also deep at the same time like uh, it's very different like from if you watch them from a different age perspective or something like that um, because you know it kind of reminded me there was a there was a, a, a film that I watched when I was younger um, oh and it was it's also a book as well like um, there's like monsters on this island or something uh, no, there was like no. A boy gets lost. Where the wild things finds, are. The, uh, a boy gets lost, and then he finds monsters on this island. Where the wild things are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I love I love that book. It kind of it kind of felt like that in the Beast of Some Wilds. Right. Um, not with, but without like the huge um, monster things, but um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just, like, a really good film that I enjoyed. Um, and, but, interestingly, a lot of people didn't like it in my class. Interesting. Yeah, I watched yeah. that as well for um, film studies last year, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it is a very, very good... Uh, the cinematography is on point, by the way. Um, the way that they've done it uh, is great. Yeah. Uh, especially opening opening was like a great start to the film yeah the music is like just oh, insane ah oh, the music is just so beautiful like you can listen to it for days and days and, and there's like really incredible sad moments in the film yeah uh, and, but it's also um a bit you know, like a bit sad happy for the character uh, called hush puppy uh, weird name yes. for daughter, but uh, for a woman. I don't yeah, know, there's but, loads uh, of there's loads of good um, stuff about you know gender and age in that film. Yeah, uh, but also I I recommend it for uh, film lovers and um, and uh, yeah, it is a quite a deep film uh, and you don't need like a lot of um, <laughs> intellectual points for it, but uh, like big brain time, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I re- I give this uh, a ten out of ten. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, it is it is a great one. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's that's it for the my viewing segment. Yeah, uh, and that's it for the pod this week. No, no emails again. Um, so you know, if you do want to get in touch with us, we're at alstimefilmpod at gmail dot com. Um, at, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Tom the Bodman on Twitter. Yes, and I am Comedy John forty two on Twitter. Yeah, um, so just you know, like any opinions on anything that we've discussed, you know, do be sure to you know let us know, um, or just any questions, anything that you want to see, you know, we're here, we're here for it. Um, I I have a feeling that the weekly viewing, no, not the weekly viewing, the um, 
the love the lovely email segment is gonna you know take a take a, a break while people aren't really given as much to say, but that's fine. People are busy, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, next week we'll be talking about uh, Mandalorian Chapter Twelve, uh, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, and then you know we'll um, covering we'll, we'll be covering the 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 news and all that. Um, yeah. Um... So, yeah, uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Today has been a really weird podcast. It has been. It's been, like, if you don't know what we're talking about with them, um, the holiday special, none of it's going to make sense. We're just oh, kind of, like, yeah, ranting. Watch this week, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, anything else you want to say, Tom? Uh, stay safe, as always. Um, yeah, please, please be safe. Yeah. Wash your hands, wear a mask. But luckily, things are looking up um, at the moment. Well, I mean, are they? A couple of days ago, there was the biggest 24-hour rise in cases in England. Yeah. So, um, things are looking up, and they're also looking down. They're looking straight ahead. They're very, very depressed. Um, yeah, it's balanced now, isn't it? Balance, yes. Balance well, in the force. It, they must be indeed. Um, so, yeah. Um, without further ado, uh, take what you're given... Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.